What's up, beer drinkers? How y'all doing this week? Man, we got another great show for you again this week. We got some great beers that we're drinking and reviewing. Got some beer news stories. And of course, because we're kicking off the summer right, we got a great cold brew list for you. Don't forget to follow us on Untapped and Instagram. Search Cold Brew Podcast and friend us and we'll friend you back. So without further ado, it's time for another cold brew. Coming at you pre-recorded from Cold Brew Studios. I am Greg. He is Sorcerer Chromatic, and we're here to talk about beer. Yes, we are. How you doing this week, man? Right on, man. Hey, no. Yeah. Keep busy. Yeah. Same here. Just trying to get it. Just trying to make it to the weekend. That's the goal, right? Yeah. Well, that you know, now that we have kids, trying to make it till they're eighteen. <laughs> oh, she's yeah, right. I know. <laughs> There's always new goals, man. Every day there's a new goal in life. Oh, definitely. Oh, man. All right, then. We got this dilemma. Let me, let me ask you what you're doing. Okay. Both your kids want a toy. Well, the older one wants a toy and says the younger one wants a toy. Yeah. So do you get them both the same or do you get one one toy and like one another toy in the same series? Hmm. That is a good question. Well, if we went back to when you and I was kids... We were, uh, you know, closer in age, so it was no, no, probably no, no, harder. No, no. Yeah, that's nothing to, nothing to do with your, with, with what you, <laughs> with what we did. What would you do? That's the question. Oh, oh, um, I'd get fuck. It's tough, man. Let, let me, let me put it, let me frame it this way. Then, um, let's say there was a, a popular TV show or cartoon. You know, if they both want the main character, but you can't both get them both the main. If you get them both the main character, then you know. It's fun, but then they'll be they'll be bored. So you got to get them each like like uh, uh, the main character and then the main side character, right? Or like, oh well, yeah, I guess going back to growing up, like you get them the good guy and the bad guy or something. Like that. Yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. It, it it's more fun that way. And maybe yeah, and maybe yeah. alternate which one gets the main character as you know as their taste progress. Right. Like, you see. Our parents got them both the same doll, so whenever the older one sees the doll, that that one's hers, no matter which one it is. Yeah, there's confusion there, right? Yeah, and that gets annoying because they're like, "No, that's not yours," you know. <laughs> you think they and would then, know? Uh, they never did that for us. Like you got, like I got He-Man and you got Skeletor, or you got Optimus Prime and I got Megatron. But then, like, we uh, we took them to Disney on Ice, and they're like like these stuffed dolls of the characters and um the older one she wanted po- uh not pokemon's uh moana and then she wanted her sister to get anna okay and i'm like why would you get elsa you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it made sense in her mind and then like that's another thing she she's like well if we're getting anna could we get elsa too like no you get one you wanted moana <laughs> <laughs> well now she has two and i want one or I want to. Right. right. Uh, it's the, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know what the the correct answer is because no matter which what you choose is gonna be wrong. <laughs> yeah, that was the dilemma this week too. Is 
finding ownership of uh, the baby dolls. Oh, okay. Now, you know, maybe put a, a, a mark on the bottom of one's foot. Well, we're going to tie them up. <laughs> all right, man. You ready to talk about beer? Or you still want? I can talk toys all day if you want. No, let's talk about beer. All right. All right. So today I have in front of me from our good friends down in San Diego, California. I have from North Park Beer Company, I have their award-winning Hop Foo, which is a double dry hopped West Coast IPA. Coming in at 7.5% alcohol by volume, it won a, a gold at the 2022 World Beer Cup. It has its double dry hopped with uh, Chinook, Simcoe, Mosaic, Columbus, Citra, and Amarillo. So without further ado, Papa. What do you got? I have from our friends up in Sacramento, California, uh, from New Glory Craft Brewery, Ooh. I have their Nueva Gloria. Doesn't that mean New Glory? Yes, it does. <laughs> okay. So right away, Got cerveza, four words that describe this beer, crisp, refreshing, crushable, and sabrosa, and it's tasty. Thank you. We brew it with Vienna malt and corn, along with, how do you say it? Hollertau, Tetnang, and Magnum hops. Perfect. For authenticity, we add a touch of lime. You'll enjoy malt flavors and aromas of light, multi biscuit with a hint of bright, Floral lime zest, una cerveza más por favor. Nice. Uh, store cold and drink fresh. So, and it is 5.3% ABV. And without any further ado, papa. Now, too, this is an amber lager. So, although it described like a typical, uh, not typical, but uh, the the classic uh, um, craft beer that is emulating a uh, Mexican style beer. It is amber, so it's gonna be. It should be darker, a little right. bit darker, not like the uh, Corona or Modelo that we get from the clear bottles. And yes, it is darker. Smells like a beer too. <laughs> That's very good. Uh, let's see, mine, my hot food. This is a super West Coast. I mean, it's you could smell the dank right when you open the you open the can. Um, it pours. Oh, the dank! The dank! <laughs> it pours. It pours a, um, it's a gold color, almost straw-like. It, it's super clear. Um, it's got a clean, smooth uh, taste to it. A uh, little bit dry finish and piney and danky. It's, it's all around good. A little, little citric, a little uh, citrus um, zest to it. It's a really good IPA. I can see why it won a gold at um, beer festival or, or beer, um, you know what I'm talking about, beer uh challenge or what would you call that beer competition there you go at any beer competition so this one's really good very it is a, it's a worldly competitive beer man brewing. competitive beer off competitive brewing mm-hmm. that too very good and if it, 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 like i said it's dry it finishes clean it like it, it's got to finish and then it stops it doesn't linger too much so it keeps you wanting to to sip it one more time which is i think if anything, you know, uh, brewers want you to keep drinking their beer so you buy a, a second one or another one. Pretty much. That's the plan. 
All right, so how's your beer? Um, the front, it's got a little sweetness to it. Like, um, that, well, they said they put the lime in it, too, so, um, yeah, it, it's, um, it's not as, as, uh, like, malty or bready as, as a traditional amber is. It's got a little yeah. zest sweetness in the front. But, you know, clean, crisp finish, very light, uh, body on it. In the aftertaste, the finish, you taste the maltiness, too, which is kind of like the, the zest going away. Yeah, it's kind of like what you want, though. Oh, definitely. Definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So we will rate our beers later during our untapped portion of the show. Don't, for, don't forget to follow us on Untapped. Search Cold Brew Podcast and friend us and we'll friend you back. But right now, it's time for some beer news. All right, first beer news story comes to us from the world of big beer. I don't know. Have you seen the latest Coors Light commercial um, with Patrick Mahomes? Uh, I don't think so. All right, so you know, uh, NFL players, even though the NFL is sponsored by beer, by you know, big beer, NFL players cannot endorse alcoholic pod- products. So they're skirting the, they're skirting the line. Coors Light is skirting the line with the new Patrick Mahomes commercial where he's outside. And they even explained in the commercial, you know, due to, you know, contracts, Patrick Mahomes cannot endorse alcoholic products. Instead, he is endorsing, instead of Coors Light beer, Coors Light bear. Oh, geez. So, yeah, he's he's uh, Patrick Mahomes outside his house grilling and a bear comes up. And next thing you, you see, they're both on their couch. <laughs> just hanging out. So Patrick Mahomes is hanging out with a Coors Light bear. Anyway, it, it, there you go. <laughs> it made me laugh, so I liked it. I thought it worth bringing up. And, you know, just coincidentally, did you see the new uh, championship rings that was unveiled to the Chiefs this week? I saw them, but I didn't like it, the whole detail or lowdown. I like, I don't know how big they are. Because oh. if you just see a picture of a ring by itself, you True. don't get the... Uh, yeah, I saw they because they were at a dinner and they showed them. They opened the box, and inside the box on the the lid is like an LCD screen, and it's they have the the game playing, the Super Bowl playing on the screen, and the the rings there, and um the the little it's huge, man. You know, these days they're so fucking huge. It's like it's not even worth wearing, right? You, you can't even wear it without being looking looking like a fool. Um, it's super huge. In fact, the it's got like you could take like the the this cap off the ring, and inside the ring is like the the stadium and some more like engravings. Excuse me, and some more engravings and the Lombardi Trophy and all that stuff. It's it's ridiculous, man. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I wonder how many of these are going to be uh, on the uh, in a pawn shop in like ten years. That's what I was thinking. Well, I hope not. I mean, because that means the player possibly fell on hard times, right? Yeah, but it does, it doesn't it like it seems like there's always a story out there. Someone sold sold their their Super Bowl ring, but then again, back in the '60s and '70s, these players were were getting fed like peanuts. Oh yeah, 
or pink. Yeah, yeah. In fact, like, like I remember stories about the the seventies A's. Their, uh, you know, their their owner was cheap. Where like he got like the same jewelry that does high school class rings, and they're so cheap. <laughs> but players actually sold them for money. But people were way overpaying them for for the novelty. In fact, that, that's probably where the whole ring swapping or uh, pawning uh, started. Oh yeah, this the sentimental value is worth more than the actual ring. Right. Or then too, um well like I learned from those uh pawn shop shows that there's a there's like a a, a player's ring and a staff ring. And a lot of mm. staff rings get, get hit the pawn uh, shop market cuz uh you, you know like uh well A the money, but B yeah. like they don't work for them anymore. So like might, might as well cash out on it, you know. Where's the loyalty, man? Right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, it, it, it's a business. It's it, a business. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And I even joked with uh, um, a friend of mine out here. Like, I was surprised when they didn't take that little cap off the ring that there wasn't an LCD screen inside the ring that was showing the yeah the game itself. <laughs> Maybe it's a smart ring. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, smart ring. There you go, a smart ring. They could work out, and it tells them like when, or they wear it, and it tells them when they haven't moved in like ten minutes. They have to get up and walk around, <laughs> like the Apple Rings uh, for the for the watch. I'm looking. Mm. Anyway, all right. So yeah, I just wanted to uh, um, talk about that the new Coors Light beer or bear, excuse me. Um, next thing I want to talk about was uh, AB InBev. Uh, they are writing checks to distributors as the uh, Bud Light sales sink. Now you and I talked about, uh, last week, and when I, when we were talking, I was still under the impression that Bud Light was still the number one selling beer in the U.S. And then the day after, comes out a story that they're no longer the number one beer in the U.S. And Modelo took Bud Light's uh, throne in, as king of beers in the U.S. Sales by volume, I should say. Um, but not anymore. Um, so yeah, or I mean, what I should say is. Uh, yeah, but now that um, AB InBev and Bud Light sales have tanked, a lot of distributors are feeling the pinch because, you know, the stores aren't buying them because people aren't buying them. So they, like, why why are stores going to buy from the distributors if they haven't even sold the ones they have already? Oh, um, yeah. I get that. The whole uh, inventory. Got to keep it fresh because uh, if it doesn't move, then you're, you're going to actually have unsellable uh, inventory right uh butt light sales have roughly been 25 percent lower year over year in every single week since a partner with transgender influencer dylan mulvaney for an instagram post in early april uh damage was so severe that Bud light which is typically top selling beer in the u.s lost its place uh for may to modelo especial AB InBev is providing financial support based on the extent to which sales have fallen according to beer business daily an influential beer trades new trade newsletter. Some distributors will get between 20 cents to 50 cents back per case, depending on how severe sales slipped. Beer business daily said fuel and freight surcharges will also be reimbursed through the rest of the year. I don't know. Uh, you know, it's going through the rest of the year. Um, maybe they're doing this because they feel that in time, Bud Light sales will, will increase, you know, or come back to, uh, we'll, we'll bounce back a, a little bit to uh, a normal level. Plus, 
um, distributors will probably be able to judge how much they need and not lose out on sales and, and be able to maintain or be able to gain a profit anyway from Bud Light. That's interesting. Um, kind of just like a, a, a stimulus check. No, oh, yeah, I guess a little bit, yeah. Anyway, so I Our, just, um, yeah. Was it um, payroll protection? Yeah, yeah, that too. No, I mean I get it. They're kind of just uh, compensating for losses. I mean, hey, at least they're doing that. You know, they acknowledge that hey, uh, this marketing campaign did have a. a a financial impact on the company mm -hmm. but, but hang in there and uh you know here you go until we get it back until we get sales back i mean yeah and if the distributors I, you could say that's good business because because you know what if the, the distributor drops them then they got to kind of find the market for distribution or i mean it's it'll be there but right. at what you know at, at what uh demand yeah i mean and it, kind of like the stock market you just got to write it out you know it, it could kick back up you know in a year or two years three years whatever yep it'll be yeah and, and also to keep the distributors afloat because they are very a lot of them are dependent on ab InBev. in fact i think ab InBev used to own a bunch of distributors so if in you know our partners with them so it's if anything they're helping their partners stay afloat until sales get back because like you just mentioned and, and we talked about before the sales will come back and ab and biv is a, is a global brand it's not a u.s brand all right uh let's move on to the third and final beer news story of the week uh you heard of shrinkflation right you know what that is yeah that's like when the uh I don't know if the price necessarily changes or not, but the uh, the amount of product changes. Like, so instead of a twelve ounce, it's uh, eleven point two ounces or something like that. Yeah, like some of the things I say is like a ketchup bottle goes from yeah from twelve ounce to eleven point two ounce, and it's still like like however much it was before, but you're getting less of it, and you don't really notice it because you know they they change the packaging in such a way that it doesn't feel like it got smaller, but. Uh, uh, if you actually look at the printed weight, then you'll realize uh, you're paying the same for less. Yeah, cereal's like that. Yeah, cereal. Cereal's too, the yeah. biggest. Cereal's the biggest uh, uh, perpetrator of that. But then too, it's also like that's the that's the new standard as well. So like if you go buy ketchup and you're looking for the, you know, the regular bottle you get, and all of a sudden it's unavailable anymore, and like the new smaller bottle is the only thing available. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, and then you and, have to go to Costco get the jumbo two pack. <laughs> or yeah, another thing that uh, comes to mind is chocolate bars. They always say how chocolate bars have gotten more expensive and smaller. Yeah. Anyway, uh, drinkflation is apparently a new thing. Um, right now, it's in the UK and it's probably going to be over, coming over here too, um, because this article is from the Daily Mail and focuses on United Kingdom beers. Uh, such as like Spitfire and Bishop's Finger and Old Speckled Hen. Well, instead of like giving you like 11.2 ounces or bottle or back over there, it's like, you know, like they go by milliliters. So instead of giving you like a 300 milliliter worth of beer, what they're doing is they're actually lowering the ABV in beers. Oh, so they're just watering it now? Yep, pretty much. Yeah. Um, 
See, the ABV for Old Speckled Hen is down from 5% to 4.8%. Spitfire Amber Ale is down from 4.5% to 4.2%. And Bishop's Finger is down from 5.4% to 5.2%. And Foster's is, uh, was 4.4%. Now it is 3.70%. So they're actually uh, saving money by giving you less because as you and I very well know, the ABV comes from the malt. So if they add less ingredients, add less malt, then they could stretch their malt budget out and still produce the same volume of beer. Charge the same. So, yep, drinkflation is happening in the UK. And, dude, I fucking bet you dollars to donuts. It's coming to the US, man. There's there's no fucking doubt about it. These corporations are, are just getting out of hand, dude, to be honest. I wonder if that will uh, deter people from beer. You know what I mean? Hmm. Maybe, or maybe get people more excited because they're less drunk. They get less drunk. Yeah, because there's kind of like the um, a new wave coming in um, in the spirits world where uh, the standard fifth is a 750 milliliters. Yeah. They're they're coming out with 700 bottles now. Oh shit! Same price. Yeah. The drinkflation, man. Yeah, and, well, um, they're also saying too, uh, for especially for stuff that's imported, it just uh, it, it lowers the weight of the package, you know, right? Yeah, of the case or pallets, you know, collectively. And well, yeah, that's true. Um, but then you could also just ship, you know, but you're shipping less though too, you know. Yeah. So you got to ship more of the same product. What, yeah, why don't you just ship? Pure cases, you know, if it's just a weight issue. <laughs> but so be it. Yep. It's coming, man. I guess uh, it, it finally, as far as I know, as far as I noticed anyway, it finally hit the uh, the alcohol um, industry. The beer industry, for sure. All right. That's all I have this week. Um, so, you know what that means? I think I do. It's time for everyone's favorite segment on Cold Brew because it's my favorite segment. It's time for the cold brew list. As we As proceed, we proceed oh. to give you what give you need. Let me ask you this. Hmm. What did we just pass? Well, there's a couple things. Uh, Firestone Walker. Um, yeah. Invitational nope, okay, by the time the show drops, by the time the show drops, what has passed during the week? Oh, there's, there's two more things I was going to bring up. Uh, Father's Day and the first day of summer. And that's what I was getting at. The summer solstice is here. Ooh. So uh, for those of you that don't have a drinking agenda yet, I have <laughs> the 30 most popular summer beers on the market. All right. For 2023. Yes. All right. A lot of, lot of old familiars on this one. Of course. Buckle up. Buckle up. Um, 21st Amendment, hell or high watermelon. Oh yeah. Classic. Mm-hmm. Uh Cali Squeeze Blood Orange Hat. Oh, I haven't tried that one. We were yet. talking about Oh, yeah, we we're talking about Cali Squeeze, right? Underrated. Yeah. Uh underrated, yeah. Okay. Here's one that I don't consider uh well just like just like the Cali Squeeze that's available all year. I don't consider it that really a summer beer, although mm-hmm. it does uh it's a refreshing one. 
But here's one I didn't consider as summer beer. Not that not that there's anything wrong with it, because it's a it's a tried and true uh, tap handle, if you will. Yeah. Allagash White. Oh yeah. Yep. Uh, next up, Brooklyn Summer Ale. Oh yeah, that's a good one. I've had that one. Oh. All right, here's one that kind of doesn't count. Wine Stefaner Hefenweiss beer, alcohol free. Oh wow! Hey, that, talk about a crusher, right? Um, then uh, victory, summer love ale. Who doesn't love Ooh. summer love? <laughs> summer loving. Okay, I, I won't. I can't stand that song. Go ahead. <laughs> you know, Stevie B preferred this the spring because of it. <laughs> All right. Um. <laughs> I like that song. Fucking play that song like for days before some. Uh, summer love. So yeah, I went to one of those freestyle concerts. I saw Stevie B. Oh yeah, no shit. He's got yeah. that one. He's yeah. got one more. Well, I forgot what the hell it was called. Um, Spring Love and uh, yeah. So you once you hear it, you're like, oh yeah, this is Stevie B. Then, but then you forget, right? Exactly. Hold on, it's gonna bother me. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm, I'm looking it up right now too. Let me be the one. Yeah, I, I want to be the one. Yeah, there you go. Let me be the one. <laughs> I love you, baby. There it is. Yes. That's the one. Um, Moving on. Rogue Honey Kolsch. I don't think I've seen that one. Or tried hmm. it. Yeah, Rogue, I, I, Rogue has... Rogue has some good beers. However, their... Their... Uh, presence in the bay area isn't as consistent as i'd like to be yeah they, I mean, they, you get dead you know it's you, a, you get dead guy yeah <laughs> you get some of dead cat and get a dead guy but that's about <laughs> it you know <laughs> i think they scaled back distribution of, of sorts because i don't see them out here like i used to either except for dead guy ale and they're, they're promoting their spirits heavy too i see that on social media oh okay maybe they're making more uh per volume on the spirits to do. Next is Six Point Brewery, the Slice Sipper. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, insinuating a pairing for pizza with the uh, oh. little slice of pizza <laughs> skateboarding on the can. Nice. Next from Maine Beer Company, their Lunch IPA. Oh, yeah. They, we don't get them too much out here. Every once in a while, you can find a, an odd distribution out here, but not too often. Yeah, same up here. Um, this one, um, one of my favorite summer seasonals, the Sam Adams Summer Ale. Oh yeah, Citrus. I, yeah. I've told you, uh, my what do you call it? my my baby mama? She loves that one. Anytime it comes out, she gets all all crazy about it. Uh, next step, Lagunitas Daytime IPA. Hmm, it's a good one. Jeez. Well, we don't get these guys that much anymore. It's Ballast Point. They're Habanero Sculpin. Well, you had Sculpin, I guess, yeah. It's just the can. It's like the can version of this. I, I'd never seen this art before. I wanna, I, I, I'll back. I'll, I'll, uh, I don't want to say backlash, but I'll, I'll push back on that one because why would you want that fucking on a summer day, man? I, I'd want a, just a regular Sculpin on a summer day or a grapefruit. Yeah. Fuck that Habanero shit. 
Yeah, I, I still not the biggest fan of, of spicy beer Me stuff. Neither. And I don't, I don't believe the people who say they love it. I still don't. <laughs> Next, um, I don't know if I've ever had this one, but the Stiegel Grapefruit Rattler. Oh, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that one. Oh, it's an import and uh, it's, uh, you know, it's a grapefruit style. It's like a half. Yeah. And the, the thing about this, it's really low ABV. I want to say it's like a 3-2. Hmm. That makes so, sense. So, yeah, they're... they're they're definitely uh, uh, sunny day crushers for sure. Yep. Next from Westbrook, their key lime pie goes a. No. Oh. I don't think I've ever had a Westbrook. Have you ever had a key or lime pie though? Yes. Those are good. Um. Next, ooh, there's the classic cerveza Pacifico Clara. Oh yeah, yeah. But I haven't had one in a long time. But yeah, I used to love those. Uh, then there's Fathead Bumbleberry. Oh, yeah. I know Fathead. As, as far as the reputation, I've never had one, though. I can't say I'm familiar with that. Mm. Next, Abita Purple Haze. Oh, yeah. I'm not a big fan, but I know they're they're pretty popular, though. Oh, yeah. Well, Abita does a lot of... Uh, a lot of... Uh, what you call them? Fruit style beers like their... I believe they're Andy Gator. Yeah. They have a strawberry one. Oh, winner. Yep. Adirondack Tangerine Summer Dream. Ooh. Hey, that rhymes. <laughs> you see how they did that? That's nice. Next, Anchor Brewing Blood Orange Blonde. I remember that one. I haven't seen that one in the longest. Well, all those of you out there won't be able to see it for a long time because they're not distributing it anymore. Well, that too. Bastard. Next, next is a uh, Goose Island Summer Ale. I don't think I've seen that one before. I have. Uh, I don't. I never had it though, so I can't speak on it. Uh, next is the good old Sierra Nevada Summer. Hmm. Yep. Uh, next, Wicked Weed Coastal Love Hazy IPA. I love. I love in the list. <laughs> Summer loving. Had me. Oh, okay. I'll stop. Uh, Line and Kugel's Summer Shandy. That's a popular one. Yeah, that's a that's a staple of the summer. Actually, of all year, but they, they come, they really come to prominence in the summer. Uh, Firestone Walker 805. Very nice. You and I love that one. Yeah. Founders Brewing All Day IPA. I haven't had that one in a while. Uh, Flying Dog Dead Rise Old Bay Summer Ale. I don't oh, think I've had that one either. Nope, neither have I. Uh, here's one. I don't even know if these guys are around anymore. Passion Fruit. Uh, I'm sorry, Green Flash. Passion Fruit Kicker. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was surprised they're even still around. Um, Dogfish Head. Uh, Festina Peach. Oh, the, the Pesh? Pesh. Yeah, the Pesh. Yeah, yeah. It's their peach sour. You know, when that one time when the mad scientist was on the show a long time ago, he had that one. Traveler Aloha Pineapple Shandy. Ooh, nice. I want to try that one. Mm. Harpoon Camp 
want a mango. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, I want a mango too. And that's it. That does it for this list. That, that was a fun list. little list. Yep. Some new ones, some classic ones. And hey, you know, I mean, seriously, and I, I get that for, for a hot day, if you're not doing nothing, you just want to relax some beer. Something simple and familiar with is, is the way to go. I mean, sure, I, I enjoy trying new new beers, uh, but on a hot day when you're just kicking it, it's not it's not my most uh, adventurous time, if you will. Yeah, you don't want and you don't want to be drinking uh, barrel aged bourbon stouts, oh, yeah. or bourbon barrel aged stouts. You know, when you're out grilling <laughs> on a hot summer day. Don't get me wrong; they, they, you know, they're fine, but you can't just be pounding them one after another. Definitely. So very good, very good list. Um, how's your beer treating you? Good, good. Um, as the beer went on, it opened up a little bit. Um, a little bit of that sweetness resided, and a, a little bit more maltiness came forward, which made it very, very enjoyable. Very cool. We are going to untap our beers right now, um, and we're going to rate our beers on untapped. I should say. Uh, let's see here. I'm, I remember you had by New Glory. There uh, is it Gloria Nueva or Nueva Gloria. Uh, Gloria Nueva. Oh, okay, cool. G-L-O-R-I-A. There it is. Um, yep, it's an amber lager. Uh, none of our friends have rated it, so we will be the first of our friends. So we need more friends. Um, what would you like to rate this beer at? Uh, I'm going to give it a 3.5. 3.5. Right now, it's an overall rating of 3.69. So you're, you're right there. You're pretty close. Uh, what are the notes you would like to leave? Um, I would say crisp, light body, and zesty. Light body and zesty. Very nice. That's nice. I never heard that before. Light body. I mean, I heard that before, but we have no light body. Oh, light, light body. body. Okay. Still, we haven't used the light body either. So, <laughs> I like light body better. Um, but I guess that's kind of like zesty too. So you already covered that. Uh, save. And check in. See if you give us a Father's Day badge or anything. Nope, just Logger Jack level eight. All right, so I have by North Park uh, Hot Fu. This is their gold winning beer. I understand why it's a gold winning beer. It's not my style of West Coast IPA, but I, I get it. I've had enough uh, metal winning beers to realize what the uh, judges are looking for. This is Dank. Uh, got some citrus to it and it's clean it's dry piney um very nice very very good beer i'd i'd i prefer more of the and i've said this before i prefer the more of the uh, um the fruity beers as far as like the not fruit added but like the hops that give it like a uh, a berry or melon or mango or stone fruit so those are my more of my style of beer but that's just me this one's good um, I'm going to give this one just in all consideration uh, because I understand um, what they're going for and, and they nailed it perfectly. I'm going to give this one a 3.7. So let's see here. Let's close these cards and we'll go to Hop Foo. There it is. Of course. Comes right up. Uh, it's got a 3.94. 
Uh, two of our friends have rated it for an average of 4.0. See which friends have rated it. Hefe gave it a four. I'm gonna toast him. Uh, Rachel Benkowski, she gave it a four. Nobody left any uh, tasty notes, so I'll check in with a 3.7. Um, I'm gonna say I get it, but um, ooh, I'm I'm asking for uh, Pilsner's to <laughs> get it, but not my style. You've seen those uh, uh, on Pilsnerish on Instagram. All, this thing is perfect. Then they give it like a 4.2. All right. Or I hate IPAs. I'm not drink. I hate these and they give it like a 2.5. Um, then why even drink it then? Why even check in? All right. Check in. And nope. No Father's Day badges. I guess, you know, Father's Day is a hit miss for people. You know, that some some people aren't fathers or they maybe they they miss their dad for some reason um or it's it brings up bad memories so i get it anyway um oh a couple things i want to bring up uh first off i, I went up out to uh simple machine grand which is a uh simple machine is a brewery out here in phoenix and they opened a new spot in uh in glendale on grand uh, off of grand avenue it's not even on grand avenue it's off of, it's in downtown glendale Super cool spot. Uh, my friend Mike Silva, he's the manager there. And so I wanted to show up, show out and support him. And uh, they have a really nice spot, man. And their bar is is beautiful. I talked about it before. It's all wood and with the glass, like, uh, or with the mirror background and everything. It's just, it's gorgeous. Um, so I, I went out there and then I stopped over at Richter Aleworks, had a couple beers over there and talked baseball with uh, Brandon. And uh, yeah, he's a, he's a cool guy. He's a, Big time into Arizona sports. So you know, we're talking about how well the Diamondbacks are doing. Have you seen? Have you seen this man? The Diamondbacks are in first place and I think second place overall in major league. As far like right behind the shoot the uh, Tampa Bay uh, Rays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was surprised too. I was like, shit. I think just uh, a little while ago when when I went Mother's Day, I think the the Dodgers were, were in first in the National League, but now the uh, Diamondbacks are in first, and I think they're in first by like three or four games too. Hmm. So good for them. They I'm got see, um, yeah. They they got rid of uh, Bub Gardner now. They're doing good. <laughs> Addition by subtraction. Where is that guy anyway? I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to harp on the moves. Oh yeah, he, I know. He was a legend. I don't know. He's in Montana somewhere, like with his horses. Oh really? He hung him up. I have no idea, man. I'm just, I'm just making a joke. I haven't kept track of that guy since he left the Giants. Um, but yeah, they're they're, they're doing well, and the and the Giants are doing pretty good, man. Did you see that play they had against the uh, the the Dodgers the other day with the? I think it was like in the bottom of the eleventh, and the Dodgers had like an infield an infield pop up, and Schmidt dropped it. They didn't call infield fly rule, but they he dropped it and. Uh, on accident because he, he took his eye off the ball and he dropped it and then he threw uh the pitcher picked it up threw it to first and he overthrew it to first and then they got the uh the runner come around third in a pickle and it was it was a mess it was like a circus play man like these are pros <laughs> no uh, but well i missed it, it was, <laughs> but um god didn't they beat him up like really bad today oh i haven't watched the yet. no they, they they're they're just playing right now yeah they, they won 15 nothing 
Holy shit, nice. All right, I got I got to watch the uh, um the highlights on that. Uh but let, let's talk about your A's, man, and their um their anti-protest. Or what do they call it? Uh the reverse boycott. <laughs> yeah. Instead of not going, they all went and then they they did their cheering, the sell the team and um Well then yeah, for the for the fifth inning, they didn't make any noise at all. They were in silence. How was it? Was it eerily quiet? I mean, I I haven't seen a video no, you, on that. You could, you could still hear like a whistle or a, a Isak or something, you know, just some something. But for the most part, it was super quiet. Oh, the the one fan who wanted to make a noise just to yeah. say, "Hey, that was me who whistled." <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> asshole. Um, no, but still, I thought it was still cool, and they won the game too, so <laughs> it kind of worked. In their favor, yeah. anyway. Yeah, they Dude, came. They came back to the win. Yeah, and they were like on a seven-game win streak, I, I think, at that point. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, they they lost again today, but yeah, it was it, the second time they called it. But yeah, there was a. I don't know. There, there's a lot of hard feelings on it. me, honestly, too. Yeah, I mean, I, I want to wait to see what what eventually happens, but yeah. Uh, I mean, just honestly, the the city the city is. Uh, is not able to support them. I mean, as far as a new, and I get it, you can't just give a millionaire a new stadium. But at the same time, it's it's a uh, it, it was a it was a uh, what do I say? A string of events have been coming along for uh, for a while now. Yeah, but I, I I think the the owners kind of put him in a spot where like. He was gonna say uh, anything they they offer. They was gonna say no because the, he wanted too much. He wanted to move right. the fucking team already. Yeah. Yeah, but what are you gonna do? I mean, are you are you are you still gonna be an Ace fan if if and when they move? Yeah, tough to say. Probably. That's good. I can appreciate that. Oh, well, I'm gonna do a uh, a, a passive aggr- aggressive protest. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna tell anybody. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's what I told you. I'll, I'll, I'll get an A jersey, but it'll be Kaseko. <laughs> Kaseko and Maguire, all the disgrace days. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that guy who used to uh, um, grease up all the time? Was that uh, Goose Gossage? Wasn't it him? Was it him or yeah, Catfish Hunter or one of those guys? <laughs> and I saw a young, a young chap out here. I mean, young meaning like he was like probably in his teens or twenties. He had a Raleigh Fingers jersey on, an A's Raleigh Fingers jersey. I thought that was kind of fucking cool. Raleigh was the guy. <laughs> Maybe it was Raleigh's uh, grandson or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> Who knows, man? There's a lot of baseball players, ex-baseball players out here. I'd probably run into him and not even know. Exactly. That's kind of good, though. I mean, you, you get you get famous for a while, but then it's good to be able to um, slink back into anonymity to be able just to live a kind of a semi-normal life again. You get these, you know, the Tom Brady will never, ever be able to live a no- normal life. Neither will, I mean, Michael Jordan or, but I'm naming like the superstars. Right. You get someone like Will Clark, he might be able to. I mean, you've sent me a bunch of uh, Will Clark um, reels on Instagram, which are fucking great. But if you were to see him out in public, uh, unless you really knew who he was, you wouldn't. He's just like another guy, right? But in the eighties, he couldn't get, he couldn't buy his, he couldn't buy a drink in in San Francisco. 
Unless it was for Angel oh, no. Hernandez. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like Bert's like, comment right away. He goes, awesome story. But yet that was everything wrong about Angel Hernandez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, you, you could buy him off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that was... That was a cool story, but that was the that was the capper. That was the exclamation point at the end of that reel with Eric Burns' yeah. uh, statement. Yeah, like I didn't know where that story was going to go. To you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, me neither. Oh, that was some good shit. All right, man. Anything else you'd like to bring up on this episode of Cold Brew Podcast? Um, yeah. All right. Well, thank you for downloading yet again another Cold Brew. I am Greg. He is Sorcerer Chromatic, and we'd like to wish you cheers. Until next time.